0: Have you ever thought about your decision to homeschool and felt more doubt than determined? Or do you ever have one of those mornings where you just feel like you cannot do it, you're not up to the task? How do we step into the role of the teaching parent when doubts cloud our mind? Friend, I want you to know that if you've ever experienced any of those feelings, any of those self-doubt thoughts, you are not alone and in this episode we're going to have some real talk and most importantly some real solutions about what we can do when we have self-doubt we all have it and so now we just need to figure out what do we do so that we don't have to live in it so we can continue to move on you'll need your pen some cards so you can write down some scripture because we're going to base everything in a scriptural foundation and a cup of whatever it is you're drinking right now, and let's do this. Hey, homeschool mom. Are you feeling a little stressed out? Are you tired? Are you downright exhausted from trying to do all the things? Are you feeling overwhelmed by everything you think you should be doing? Or are you afraid that you're just not doing enough? Well, I want you to know two things. Number one, you are not alone. Trust me. We all have these feelings. And number two, you're in the right place. I'm Inga Masick and this is the Catch Your Breath podcast. Here, we'll talk about the fears and the emotions that we usually keep to ourselves. And you're gonna get some practical strategies to reduce your stress and to make your journey a little easier so you can walk in the freedom and the joy of homeschooling. So whether you need a moment to laugh, a moment to cry, a moment to yourself, or something in between, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. Ready? set breathe this one is near and dear to my heart because i know how it feels to struggle with that self-doubt and i feel like we've all gone through it at some point or another if we have the self-doubt we lack the confidence or we feel like we're just not enough and what i love about having gone through this is I needed some clear scripture and encouragement and guidance and I found some scriptures within God's word to really encourage us and to make sure that we understand that he's got us. No matter where you are in your journey, so whether you have come from being a teacher in the school or you've been doing this five years or this, you're, this is your absolute first time and you're thinking, I just don't have what it takes, I'm not qualified. Know that we all experience this. I have over 30 years in education. Even all of that, I still deal with self-doubt because it is common. Part of it I believe is the devil, that he is constantly telling us that we can't do this and trying to keep us down and then I think it's all of the things of society making us feel like how are our children gonna turn out what's gonna happen to them so I want you to know that you're not alone and I want to give you some steps that I have to do for myself when I'm starting to feel that way when I'm thinking what I'm not enough when I'm thinking that I can't do this when I'm wondering how are my children gonna turn out all of the questions same questions you have, I have them. And so I want to give you some encouragement, some things that I have found that have been helpful and know that you're walking this journey together. But before we even get into that, how are you doing? How are you feeling going into the brand new school year? I want you to really take some time to think about what you're thinking about. So if you're having some self-doubt, if you're having anticipation, if you're having some anxiety, name it. Think about what it is and Ask yourself why, what what's behind that, what are the fears, what are the challenges, what are the things that you are nervous about, write those down and then cover them in prayer. I'm going to talk about that a little more when we get into the episode, but I want you to remember that God hears all of our prayers so we can cover every single thing in prayer. I think it's so key that we talk to him about those things. And then find a community of supportive moms who love you and will encourage you and will not tell you to stop homeschooling, but that can say, hey, that's normal, I've gone through it, and maybe even give you some suggestions. But I just want you to to name those things. Don't be a, ashamed or embarrassed. And one of the things I will tell you, be careful who you say it to, so make sure that it's truly encouraging moms who want to be on this journey with you, your spouse, Whomever it is that you know they're going to pray with you, they're going to encourage you, they're going to lift you up. But I most of all want you to know that these normals, these feelings are normal, they truly are. So let's jump into the, to today's episode. I want us to first of all just normalize the fact that self doubt does creep in, it's natural. It's it's natural when you're new to homeschooling. It's natural when you change a curriculum. It's natural if you've been doing it 10 years. It's natural if your child's getting ready to go into high school. It's natural if your child is getting ready to graduate and get ready for college. Every single one of those places, you're kind of wondering, did I do enough? What's going to happen? Oh, I'm not sure. And I know for me, when I thought about high school, I just got nervous. I started doubting myself. I knew that I struggled in math and I thought there's no way that I'm going to be able to help my child with algebra, that I'm going to give him what he needs. And I just felt like, oh, no, there's no way. And I felt horrible for feeling that way. But what do I do about it? And Isaiah 41.10 is such a key verse. I want you to write this verse down, Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. I told you that I always am singing. And so one of the things that I, I do when I feel that fear is on one of the churches I went to, we had a song. And I would just sing that song. Fear thou not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you yes you didn't think you were gonna get a song but I'm just letting you know it doesn't matter if you can sing or not you can sing those things sing scripture in that moment encourage yourself um the pastors at that same church would say um hazakit to yourself which means just encourage yourself in the word remember that god says you don't have to fear that you're not gonna have to do this alone and if you remember that it's normal then you don't isolate yourself and feel like you're the only one feeling this so something is wrong with you you recognize oh that's a normal feeling it's natural all right now i can move past this i can do it in spite of there are certain things that you can do to help the doubt go away and and then sometimes you just have to do it in spite of the in the in spite of the doubt and that's where you trust god you trust yourself you trust the process all of those things and then you keep on moving forward the next thing that you want to do is make sure in every way possible you can prepare yourself because Part of what can happen in the self-doubt is that you think about all the things that you don't know and that makes you feel more stressed out. Know the curriculum that you're choosing. I think it's key. When we're taking on the role as the teaching parent to just kind of understand where is what's happening with our child, brain development, where they're going, think when you do that, that can take away self-doubt because you will learn that not just because the child is six or five in kindergarten, do they have to learn to read? You'll understand that, oh, okay, every child learns differently. And you, you know that intuitively, but as you start to read more information that lets you know, oh, brain development happens at a different time. Certain children learn this certain things faster than other children. They're going to come around and they get it that can take away some of the self-doubt because it takes off the pressure and you don't feel like oh my goodness we were in classical conversations and so we they look at the trivium and we talk about the stages that they're going to go through and it talks about when they get to that rhetoric stage that they are going to kind of challenge things ask lots of lots of questions debate things and it's not necessarily that they're being rude but they're really starting to discover that their, bat, their judgment and all of those different things. And that was so key for me to have done that preparation so that when my child, who is now a teenager and I have another one starting to move in that, I was able to say, oh, okay, this is normal this is what's happening and now i can learn a little more about how do i foster that in a healthy way so that they can still grow in the way that they need to grow and i can also make sure that they're doing it in a respectful way so that's a key thing is kind of understanding that child development where they are in that stage the other thing is understanding the curriculum When you understand the curriculum, I'm telling you it is going to boost your confidence because you're not going to feel so stressed about what things you miss. If you can just look in that beginning part of your curriculum, understand what is the 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 scope and the sequence of the curriculum what's the gist of what they're doing and you don't have to go through the entire curriculum but just that first part. Like, okay because they give you some teaching tips and then as you're going through and teaching you're not gonna doubt yourself as more as much because you're gonna know oh okay I'm starting to move into this and they're doing this now but I know they're gonna do it again in two weeks so they're going to repeat this again so you understand okay it's a repetitive curriculum so if they don't get it it at this time they're going to get it later or okay this is the core thing that they need to learn because this is if they don't get this thing right here then it's going to affect everything else and once you understand that when you're having those conversations when you're doing those lessons it can take off some pressure for you proverbs 24 27 says put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready and after that build your house So do some research, do some things, lay the foundation, understand what you're getting ready to do before you build it. Now if you've already started, it is okay. Just take some time to go back, make that your reading information. And it's not necessarily, you're not reading this like you're reading uh, a novel. It's really a skimming of just kind of understanding, like, okay, let me understand what this is, where they're going, what, you know, what I should expect, where it's kind of, where they place these different skills and concepts within the curriculum, and that should give you some peace. You do not have to do it perfectly. But you are going to feel less self-doubt as you get everything in order and that includes your own understanding of what is needed in the curriculum. That preparation is going to help you with materials that you need, is there Are there books that you need to have? Are there even some skills or some concepts that you need to cultivate? And as you're looking at that, have your sticky notes ready as you're going through your lesson and you're kind of reviewing everything and put those things that you'd like to do. Put the books that you need. Put that as you do that. Now when you go back and open up that book, you've got all of that there. It's going to take away some self-doubt. Preparation is a key thing that is going to help to alleviate some of your self-doubt. And actually will alleviate a lot of your self-doubt. The next thing that you want to do is develop the schedule, the routine that you would like to use, and then look at some ways that you can make that consistent. One of the things that affects my self-doubt most definitely is when my days are not consistent. When I continue to let distractions and other things come into my day, I definitely start doubting myself. I start doubting my practices. I start doubting that I can do this. So I have to protect that routine and that schedule. The first thing we have to do is create it, and then the second thing we have to do is follow through. Look at what are the things that cause you to be inconsistent. The next thing you wanna do, and this is key, I believe this with all my heart, you've heard me say it over and over again, and I'm gonna say it again and again. Celebrate your wins. First key, you must be reflecting on those wins. So you have to be thinking about what are goals, And then what are wins? what, What things did you achieve? So definitely you want to be writing when you achieve goals. But sometimes your wins aren't necessarily the goals. They're just those extra things that your child said this. Or, you know, you were surprised that they asked that question. Or you didn't know they were listening and then they did that. You want to write those things down because that is going to encourage you. You're going to say, oh, okay, I guess I am doing something. When you're sitting down in family worship and your child reads a passage of the bible for the first time that is a win that you want to write down and you want to celebrate because when the devil tries to say you know what they're never going to be able to read what are you doing you're not teaching them anything you can remember that win and say oh wait a minute (laughs) yeah they read the word of god that's a win worth celebrating so you want to get in the habit of being a detective searching out the wins i think it's key 100 percent you want to look at that and say how did i win this week what went really well and teach your children to do that and then have some sort of celebration because you know i'm all about the celebration but it could be anything it could just be doing the pom-poms it could be a dance it could be some ice cream it could be a piece of dark chocolate it could be whatever it is that is your thing that is your jam it could be a night out with the girls but it's a celebration, many celebrations, big celebrations, however you want to do it, that you are recognizing and celebrating your small and your big wins. And I say the big wins are are good to celebrate, but they're sometimes easier for us to do. And because they're bigger, sometimes we wait until the end of the year. So it's like we're going to wait until we see that our child is able to read before we celebrate but there are things that we're doing step by step. They got the concept that you were teaching them. They understood a phoneme that was just you. They were struggling with. They read a word that they had not read before. They did some vocabulary. They wrote some sentences. Whatever it's the small wins that are going to keep driving the momentum and keep you going. And what is the scripture around that? Philippians four thirteen says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this one to me emphasize it, that there's no task and that includes homeschooling that is too big for God to help us with. We can rely on his strength for homeschooling. And I truly believe that if he's called you to homeschool, he's gonna equip you to do it. And so we can know that even in those areas where we're not 100% sure that we can do what we need to do, he's going to give us what we need to be able to do it. That can help alleviate that self-doubt. And that is most definitely worth celebrating. And then finally, trusting God's guidance. Remember that this does not have to be perfect. So just let go of perfection. Decide this year that you are going to lay down Perfection. You are gonna recognize that perfection is not required and you're gonna look for progress. You're gonna look for progress in your own growth, progress in your mindset, progress in the actions, progress even in your consistency, and you're gonna look for progress with your children. Where do you see them moving? Remember that you don't have to feel like everything has to be confined in the hundred and eighty years. So I mean (laughs) years. (laughs) The hundred and eighty days. So you don't have to say day one, this is where they are by day 180 if they're not there we failed no we're looking for progress every child's moving at their own uh, their own speed and we can encourage and celebrate that progress and then remember i cannot imagine doing this without prayer and scripture i need god's word to wash over me over and over and over again whenever I have that self-doubt. I need to know that I can consistently talk to him. I need to know that I'm never alone in this and knowing that he is with me through everything at all times gives me the confidence that I need. Remember that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Remember then that if he's called you to homeschool, that this promise is telling us that your efforts, your efforts in homeschooling are a part of his grand plan, which means that you can then trust God has a beautiful future in store for your children you can trust God to know that he has a plan for your children and if he's called you to homeschool them that your homeschooling is a part of the plan and that no matter what the devil tells you you can know that you can trust in God's sovereignty over the call that he has done over your homeschooling over your choices that's why you can take it back to him You can create your plan, you can do your things, you start with prayer, create your plan, take that plan back to him, offer it back up to him. He does the multiplying. You know, for the longest, and I think I've said this before, but it's so true for me, it transforms my thinking. Is that for the longest, I have listened as a little girl, and even taught it in Bible class, about the five loaves and two fish. And I think there's so many different pieces to that. But once I really got into homeschooling and started to struggle with my mindset around, was I doing enough? Am am I enough? All of that. And what if my children were going to come to the end and not this? And what if, and some years I feel like they should be further along than they are, but they're not. And I was like, what's happening? And I, that scripture, I felt in my spirit that God just gave me comfort and i recognized that jesus did the multiplying that was so key to me when i realized that that little boy brought the five loaves and two fish jesus knew that the little boy brought it he told the disciples to go and find food and while they were saying, well, you know what, we, we, we can't go. It's it's going to take too long for us to go find food and we don't even have enough money. He already knew that the little boy was there, but he he could have said, go to that little boy right there. But he had them go find it. And then they did not, they found it and then they brought it to him. And then he multiplied it that to me just made me when i first started thinking about blogging i was going to name my blog five loaves and two fish of (laughs) homeschooling long blog title but it resonated with me because i it just gave me comfort that you know what i do have to do something so that was the thing that was transformative me is i had to do something i have to bring my five loaves and two fish i have to lay them at his feet he will multiply so that to me says Make your plan in homeschooling. Do the best that you can do. Come lay it at his feet and recognize that he is going to do the multiplying. You don't have that job. You do not have that role. You do not have to take on that burden. I want to remem- remind you that you've got this. You are not, you do not have to be a superhero to do this. But you are a superhero because you're doing this and i'm a big superhero fan (laughs) but just remember that trust in him trust in his plan for you trust that he has created you so he knows who you are he gave you those children he called you to homeschool he will equip you to do it and so you can trust yourself because he has placed in you what you need to be able to do. You start always start with trusting him. Then trust yourself. Then trust the process. Recognize that there's, there's a, a really simple, not necessarily easy, but simple plan to follow for homeschooling. Trust that and watch how your confidence blooms. When you look at the homeschooling moms who've been doing this for a long time and you're wondering, how are they so confident? That's the reason why. Remember that you don't need to be perfect. Your kids don't need you to be a perfect mom. They just want you to be happy. And truly, a confident mom is a happier mom. And so I know that it's hard and you're we are saying, come on, I can't be confident. But you can. So stay encouraged and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies and you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms You get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there, you can participate in the fun challenges and of course you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her- Mommy! That's my cue, but before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God, and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.